0: of God to be manifest, I have to embrace it. And so I was in prayer with God the other day, and I went ahead and I did embrace the, the office of an apostle, amen? amen. Praise God. And um, you don't have to call me apostle, so and so, so don't worry about that, amen. But the first, um, we're going to do, uh, they're going to ordain me in Uganda, amen. That's going to be the first ordination that's going to take place once we get off um, TBN, and then we'll do the ordination. I think the ordination will be towards the end of the conference and everything. They're going to ordain me over there and get ready. Then we'll do an uh, ordination for the United States as well. And so, ever since I have embraced that, a great liberty and freedom has come, and I've since increased rising because that's the office that we, that we work in. Amen. So, and I don't need certificates, and I just need hands laid on and it's spoken on my life. And so, an apostle there. Um, he's one of the major apostles there who did with Israel, um, um, Parliament, and every time there's a, um, big speakers that come in there, like Joyce Myers, whoever, Rahabunky, whatever they call him to interpret. He's partners with this ministry. And when I say partners, I mean that we're like family. As a matter of fact, his daughter, my daughter, birthdays on the same day. Gabriel was born in St. Mary's, his daughter was born, born in uh, MCV. And uh, we have a, a great um, covenant and um, great. Um, fellowship together, and matter of fact, his wife, the one who taught me how to cross the street <laughs> in Uganda, and i like, okay, I got it now. When that, that car was hit, me, I said, well, you give me your give me hand again, <laughs> man," because you're so used to, you know, the opposite and everything. So those are things that are taking place. So I, I'm saying that because, you know, whenever there's an increase in any, where any area of ministry, there's going to be an increase in your life, too, and the anointing, the gifts, the ministry on your life and things to that degree, and so let's get ready for that, and let's get ready to... Um, Feed the gift that God has given you. Feed the gift that God has given you. Just don't, don't look at me. Feed the gift that God has given you. Because we need you in your place. We need you in your grace. We need you in your giftings as we are going to the next level. Amen? And so uh, when we're going to do that, uh, he says, we are behind on touching nations. And I say, well, God will redeem the time. So I don't know what's going to happen. I, I know we'll put our seatbelts on. We're going fast. Amen? So you're going to experience a swift increase on your life. God is going to be messing with you at nighttime and even more. And so keep your pad, your pencil and your pad beside you and get ready. Um, increasing that relationship with the Holy Spirit as we're going forward because it takes all of us to get this job done. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And so uh, what else do I have here? Okay, goody, 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 goody. Okay, I think we're good with that. So I just want to let you know about that. Um, and I believe we'll, I'm going to try to get an apostle of a prophet, Ron. You all know Ron awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to get him and um, another apostle friend of mine who I just met. Um, he has such a genuine spirit and um, found out some things. And, and it's God have his, his stamp all over. So him and apostle Ron, I'm going to ask them to come do the ordination here. Uh, for that, we know we have people, persons. We will be licensed for 2020, so we're just trying to get the schedule, the itinerary together. I'm so happy for the new people coming in. Amen. 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 Come on, y'all! You do better than that. Amen. <laughs> people who can preach and people who are learning. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hey, what's your name, Sean? What's your favorite scripture, Sean? What's your favorite scripture? Okay, come on, read that phone right quick. Come on, hurry up, come, come on, hurry up. Come on, now, you're wasting time. Hurry up, you should have been here by now. Where the microphone at? That's okay. Yeah, give her a microphone right quick. Now, come on up here. Come on up here. Don't, don't. Come on. Let's give God praise for Sean. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, right quick.
1: Twenty-nine and eleven. For well, I know the. Oh, I'm reading King James version. For well, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So what that means? So what
0: that means to you encourage us with
1: that, Well, it's my favorite scripture because twenty sixteen took me out, and I thought I was not going to recover. So I know whatever God has for me is for me. Whatever he has for you is for you. So when 2016 came and it took me out the way it took me out, I knew if God brought me to it, he would bring me through it. So with this Jeremiah 29 and 11 telling me that he have plans for my life, and if it didn't take me all the way out in death, then he still have a reason for me to be here.
0: This is my Bible, Bible. It Say it's my word of God. It said it, so it brings life to me. See so I can do what it says I can do and I can Jesus, be who it says I can be and I can have what it says I can have, I can have and say so my, my life is better. I found heard, spoken and practiced this word of God. Now say, devil, devil, you are too late are too because late. We, are we are believers. Yes. Amen. Amen. Father, we so thank you. Acknowledge your presence and the capability and the power of your spirit. Lord God, I acknowledge you that this is your ability and that minds and this anointing shall be used to destroy yokes and reverts, but the glory shall be given to you untouched in Jesus' name. And Father, I decree publicly that the Spirit of Lord God rest upon me, for you anoint me to preach this gospel to the poor. You sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, cover sight to the blind, and preach the seventh of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you that, Lord God, you place in my mouth the words of your prosperity for your people to excel and to experience it. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. I don't think we're going to need this. Amen. This morning, I want to talk to you about entertaining God's covenant of promises. Amen. Somebody say entertaining Entertaining. God's covenant covenant of promises. promises. You know, God is so awesome. You know, we were um, just went to Kenneth Copeland's campaign, victory campaign conference. And no, we we tied into Kenneth Copeland's ministry. We sow into other people's ministries as well. And we sow internationally and things like that. Of fact, before we go to India, we're going to sow into Marilyn Hickies' ministry before we leave because we, we need all those graces and things there. And time we got there, uh, Kenneth Copeland, the first thing he began to talk about was the covenant of God. And, man, I'm going to tell you, I lit up on the inside. I said, good God, this is amazing. Because, you know, as we go on forward, we get those, I not want to say confirmations, but you, you, you see how we're flowing together. And that means a whole lot. That, that causes a person to just to ignite on the inside. And I believe we're at the right time, in the right place with the right people and ready to go to the next level. Amen. So are you, you ready to go to the next level? Yeah. So, so please pay very close attention to what I'm going to talk to you about in detail. Somebody say in detail. All right. So we talk about entertaining the covenant promises of God. And we're going to go over here to the book of Romans, chapter 4. The book of Romans, chapter 4. And we will look at verse 17. He says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him, like to him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things to be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope. Taylor said, you have to believe in hope. See, he, against hopelessness, he believed in hope. He still gave himself to it. But know how he did that? By calling those things to be not as though they were. And know how he was able to do that? Because God did that. Amen. And so if God was in covenant with Abraham, Abraham had the whole right to do things like God did. Amen. Be that Abraham is the covenant father and all of us who are born again in Christ Jesus, we are the seed of Abraham. We have that same right. So this is how you believe in hope. You believe in hope when you are against all hopelessness, sickness, death or finances, whatever the case may be. You speak the word of God to yourself. You decree, you declare what God promised you. Amen. See, you know, in order to walk in covenant, you have to talk covenant. And I hear so many, well, it's good to put it this way. I want to make sure I don't boomerang off, off Wednesday because Wednesday was kind of rough Wednesday. But it is good for us to understand it this way, is that I don't want to be the person who decree in church that God is good. And then when I get in my car, I speak totally opposite. See, if you're in covenant, you can't get out of it. And if you don't speak covenant, when you're dealing with something, you have to deal with the wrath of that covenant. Amen. Because this is a covenant. Everything according to life as a child of God is according to covenant. Amen. Every blessing, every breakthrough, every healing, every manifestations of of families being turned around or financial income, um, exploding, all Pertaining to covenant. We have to do our part. We see you we can't we can't want all the results from obedience but and don't obey. Obedience is, is better than sacrifice. Obedience is greater than you coming in and, and rendering your service to God. Some people say, Well, I serve God, Why well, I don't need to tie? Well, I don't need to do this. No, you need to. God don't need it. He needed it in order for it to bless you according to covenant. But you need it. So you cannot substitute sacrifice for obedience. Amen. You can't. You say, well, I blessed this person out here in public that I don't need to go over here and do this what I need to do. At church. No, you need to do that because I'm going to tell you straight. You're going to miss out on something. You're going to see it, but God wants you to enter into it. Amen. So don't make doing what, uh, what God has in store for us difficult to receive. Amen. Don't make it difficult because we need God. Amen. We need him. No, even, you know, you, when you look at God and you see how God operates, he don't operate like man because man wants you to be perfect in order to have a position. Now, the president of this United States, our United States, our president, because we live in this country, you don't have to like him, but if you are a U.S. citizen, citizen he is your president. And God said to pray for those in authority. That's your covenant, covenant obligation, to bring forth heaven hand upon the president. And now I just saw how the president of the United States is going to put Bible teaching back in schools. But he's still cussing out people on Twitter. Because you, you forgot this one thing. God will take a crooked stick and make a crooked pass straight. And that's the way I'm seeing it right now. So stop judging people on how you see them. And understand that this United States of America was found on a covenant with God. Yeah. That's why we're the most prosperous. That's why everybody wants to come to this nation. Because our forefathers established a, co- a covenant with God, the land of the free. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And God honors that covenant. So when you're praying for this nation, remember this, that blesses is the nation who God is King and Lord over. Right. Right. Two nations, the most powerful nation on this planet, the United States and Israel. Because we're the one who declare that God is king. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So everything is based on covenant. You don't have to like everybody. Sometimes you don't even like yourself. Amen. And I understand that because sometimes you know you you just don't. All right? (laughs) I'm going to be nice. Very nice. Amen. He said in verse 18, 7, 19, he says that... um, well, the latter part of verse 18, he says, uh, Be ye father, men and nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thou what? Your seed be. Amen. And being that weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Look, notice he will not pay attention to. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what God promised, he was able to perform. See, it was what, like, this, like what um, Sister Sean just came up here. She went through that trial or whatever, but she held on to scripture. And that scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, is a scripture, a covenant. Because God said his covenant, he keeps on his mind. He said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts are good. Thoughts are to make you have a good, successful outcome. God is always covenant-minded. He's always entertaining covenant, but he can't manifest it until two minds come together. So we have to get this in our mind. We must entertain. Somebody say entertain. We must entertain the covenant promises of God because God always entertain them. Amen. He's always mindful of being good to us according to his word and through and by Christ Jesus. Amen. And God said his covenant that's gone from his lips. He said he will not alter it. You see, he would not dilute it. He said, even if you did mess up, he said, you step up. He said, you're still going to experience the goodness of God, and I guarantee you, you won't step back down again. But you don't have to be good for God to bless you. If that's the case, you will still be waiting for salvation. But you got a Savior. Because Jesus, God saw that we have need of a Savior, and he sent his son. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And you were not right, watch us now. Matter of fact, you weren't even here when he got here. And you won't, you watch us now. And he wasn't here physically right here when you got here. But what he did took care of everything for everybody. Amen. God looked at it this way. He said, This thing is so good. He said, I'm going to put everybody's name in the book of life. But to get it blotted out, that's your, that's your choice. He said, this thing's so sealed and so real, everybody can come on through it. Everybody can prosper. Everybody can be on top. He said, but in order to get blotted out, you're going to have to choose to be blotted out. He said, I'm not going to blot you out. In other words, he said, I'm not going to leave you. I will never leave you forsaken. He said, you will have to leave me. Look at this now. Now, so being persuaded, he was persuaded because he hoped against hope. He believed in hope, but the way he believed in hope, because he called those things that be not as though they were. That's your covenant right. You have to entertain it. Tell your name. So you have to entertain that. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, the book of Hebrews in chapter 11. And we're going to focus here on verse three. He says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That's what Abraham was doing. He said, by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead is speaking. Now, what I want us to look at again is at verse 3 through faith. Somebody said, through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed, watch this now, by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. So, in other words, God said, you don't have to have the thing. You just have to have the word to make the thing appear. Amen. see, See, you may not have the healing in your body yet, but you got the word of healing to make the healing appear. Man, this is this is too powerful. I mean, see, this is, this is too powerful to hear only. It's too powerful to say only that. Say, Amen. that's a good word. It's so powerful. That it's going to take everything in you to be a part of it. You have to entertain this. You know why? Because the devil knows that you're hearing this. He want to make sure that you don't entertain it. He want to make sure that you don't participate in it. He want to make sure that he can conflict your words so it'll be contrary to covenant and don't, you don't keep your agreement. Because right. if you don't want to keep your agreement, you have to beg God to receive things. Yes. And guess what? God don't respond that way. Right. So whatever you need that you don't have is already in the word. Amen. It's already in the word. It is you got to make your request made known you got to speak the word of God. you got to open up your mouth. you got to say something. That's my song right now. Open up your mouth and say something. Don't say anything, but say something. Don't, don't say something stupid, but say something. Come on, put some praise on it. And a lot of times we sit there, we don't open up our mouth and say something. My Bible says this, that blesses the man that redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. He said, he said let, him, let him say something. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. So every time the devil comes to you about some crazy stuff you got to tell him something don't say what he did say what God already made happen say devil you don't know you're dealing with a redeem here see I don't know who's responsible for delivering your mail but you should to check my address before you arrive that's all I got to say look at this now. So the things which I seen were brought into visible realm made by something that you cannot see. Everything you need right now, watch this, is coming from a place that you cannot see. One of the most fascinating things that you cannot see is, a, is on the outside is a thought and you can't see breath. There's some people, you can smell it, but you can't see it. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me stop, let me stop. <laughs> let me, uh, okay, watch this, so let's, let's break this down. We'll deal with evidence. Evidence is to respect as material, okay? It is truth manifesting in one's mind. It's evidence. It's truth manifesting in one's mind. Evidence is also to be charged with possessions of evidence and reaping the results of the charges. When you go to court, they say, we have these evidence. We found them to be true. We have all these evidence against you, and now the court or the jury, they, they charge you based on the evidence. You will always have results based on the evidence. But watch this now. He says that in verse 1 of chapter 11, book of Hebrew, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and is the evidence. But watch this now. How is it going to become evidence? It's going to become evidence by you entertaining the word. The more you entertain the word of God, the evidence is going to show up. In other words, you have it. And I have been found blessed. (laughs) I've been charged blessed with eternal life. You can't put my, you can't give me a life sentence in prison because I have eternal life because I have the evidence. I've been found blessed and highly favored. I've been charged to be above and not beneath. Because I have the evidence. Somebody said evidence. Yeah. But you can only get the evidence by research and entertaining and thinking on it, talking to it. Yeah. Amen. Now, entertain is to make welcome. To welcome into your lodge or house and to treat it as a guest until you get acquainted. All right. Amen. Treat it as a guest until you come acquainted. Yeah. Amen. Now, when I go over to the Browns, that mansion... I go over there, you know, they say, Pastor, would you like to have something to drink? I say, sure, I'd like to have something to drink. Okay? They treat me like a guest. And after that, oh, Pastor, you want something to drink? Well, you know where it's at. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? You know exactly where it's located. And so, therefore, you understand something, when you, when you entertain, you welcome. You follow me? you you welcome. You treat it like a guest until you get acquainted with And now it's a part of your household. And you got to make the word of God a part of your household. Amen. God's promise is a part of your household. But you got to entertain it. You got to open up the door. You got to welcome it. And sometimes we deal with life and it hit us so hard, we only welcome watching the company of bitterness and pity city. And it's easy to do that as a human or in human nature. But one day you get tired of just being plain James. One day you'll get tired of just being the person who go to work and come home. You say, listen, enough is enough. I want all that God has promised me, and I'm going to entertain it until I get the evidence. Because watch this. He said, if I believe, he said, all things are possible to him who can believe. In the way that you can believe and these promises, you have to entertain it. You have to see it happening for you. That's why it's good to go ahead and drive the car that your job can't pay you to drive. But God can make it available for you to ride in it. Amen. Wow, man. Somebody say, get acquainted with it. See, we make confessions. We pray. We read the Bible. We go to church. But after church, what are you entertaining? When your children are not where you prayed, what are you entertaining? Well, your bank account online is not where you confess what you wrote on your envelope. What are you entertaining? What are you seeing in your mind? Do you see you losing your house? Do you see you losing your health? Do you see yourself losing your mind? What do you see? Because whatever you see is what you're entertaining. And my Bible says, as a man thinketh, or continuing to think, so is he. In order to walk in this covenant of blessings or this covenant of promises, you got to get yourself in there. Take names and get in there. And you got to be in it to win it. It's not going to come just because you, you do something in church. The devil fights you tooth and nail. He don't, yeah. want, you, he don't want you to cross that line right. while you walking on water like Jesus. He don't want you to get there. He wants you to remain just a mommy or a daddy, an yeah. uncle or an auntie, a grandma or a papa. He don't want you to go nowhere in your divine nature. Why? Because in your divine nature, there's no limits. All right, come on, let's, Look at this thing. All right, watch this thing. 1 Thessalonians, let, let's do this thing. 1 Thessalonians, Jesus Jesus. Mises. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. Mm, 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 mm. Verse 22, y'all ready for this? Verse 23, rather. He said, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, completely. And I pray, God, your what? Whole spirit. Your whole soul and your whole body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? Back in the day, the Pentecostal charismatic church always preached this to condemn you, make you obey. Can I get a witness? But when you read this verse here, he said, and the God of what? Peace. You see that? A shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, set apart you. Holy, watch it completely. He's that, like, pray God your whole, what? Spirit, soul, and body. People preserved. what? Blameless. But what we try to do, we try to make this body sanctified. But God, watch it now. God put the body last. Because what's the most important comes first. Because you are spirit, soul, and body. Not body, soul, and spirit. See, if you, opera, if you watch the law of first beginning, if you look at the law of, of what comes first, watch this now, you understand maybe I've been doing things in reverse. Maybe I've been looking at my body. Maybe that's the problem because I keep looking at me. And I'm looking at me, but I'm not really seeing the true me because the true me is spirit first. And when I deal with life based to spirit first, if I say spirit first, now my soul can reflect things correctly, and then my body can be blameless. Yeah. And the reason why people are having a hard time believing God because they're trying to do it with their body. Yeah. They're trying to do it with their, their physical mind. But you got to understand, you are a spirit being. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus, help me, Lord. Watch this now. So the essence of who you are is what you need to give attention to. That is spirit. God did not create us, create us in his image of flesh. Flesh was the last thing he wrapped on. Yeah, right. In other words, flesh is supposed to assist you and yeah. guarantee manifestations, watch it now, as a law in this earth for whatever you desire to manifest. All right. He put a ground on you. Yeah. He put a garden on you. Uh-huh. So whatever spiritual seeds, Jesus said, where I speak unto to you? They are spirit and they are light. So whatever words you receive from God, your body can produce them. By law. Are you following what I'm saying? Everything you need you already have. You just not doing your ground right. Because you putting your body first, you putting your feelings first, you put your emotion first, you put your ability first. God said no, you are spirit first. Then so your soul hang in between heaven and earth to like like a satellite. To beam down on your flesh and make your flesh, watch down, line up with your spirit and bring forth manifestation just like Jesus did. Can y'all handle this this morning? I was kind of reluctant to go this way this morning, but watch this now. You got everything you need. You got to stop whining and stop messing up your spirit. Stop looking at your hair. Stop looking at your teeth. Stop looking at your stomach. Stop looking at your legs and look at your spirit. Watch now, And your soul will take care of your stomach, your teeth, and your legs. Because your spirit has the ability to heal all infirmities. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, good God, this now. So the quality of life is based on what realm you choose to focus on. Amen. Because your spirit will transform your body into another realm of reality. It will transform your body to another real reality. Ain't that sound? It will transform your body into another real reality yeah, all. Another realm of where all things are possible. Yeah. Somebody say, All things are possible. Oh. If you need healing, you get healed right now if you stop looking at feeling your symptoms. And look at the Word of God that can change the symptoms. Amen. It can change all that. Yeah. Watch this now. Watch this. This, this is so important. <clears throat> this is so important because. Let me, let me put it this way. All right. The reason why it's lined up like this is because heaven is, has took in sole responsibility to prosper us and to minister to us all the goods that God has in store for us through Christ Jesus. But notice something. Why didn't Jesus come on this planet when Adam sinned? Time he said, why did Jesus come on the planet? Why it took him so long to get on the planet? I mean, it was was years, 40 generations before Jesus showed up. He couldn't just come on the planet because he was God. God had to find somebody he can covenant with to get Jesus on the planet. So everything that Jesus did is pertaining to covenant. And everything that you have rights to is pertaining to covenant. In order for you to have it, you got to participate in your covenant. You got to entertain it. You just can't be a goody good shoe, two shoe, whatever you want to call it, three shoes or four shoes. You just can't be that. You got to operate according to covenant, because everything is according to covenant. God had to find a man. He had to find somebody who will be in agreement and just do one simple act. That he needed to do washes down so he could get Jesus on the earth. At the time, Abraham pulled back his hand and God saw he was going to do it. He said, okay, that's enough. He said, I, I see it done. Yeah. Why? Because you're entertaining it. Yeah. And Abraham did not slay Isaac. But Abraham was going to slay Isaac. Because he said God could raise him up, not from the dead, but from the ashes. Ain't that something? Yeah. So a full sacrifice means you got to cut it, drain the blood, and then burn it to turn to ashes. And Abraham put this, the Bible said, and he accounted it in his mind. Yeah. He put it together in his mind that God would take the ashes, turn it back to flesh, put the blood in the organs, all in the eyeballs, and the hair and all that back of the body. And, Bible said, and Abraham entertained that. Yeah. And what God saw him entertain, God said, oh, tell the angel to stay his hand. Yeah. He said, now, and God said, now I know. See, there's some things you can't make known unto God until He's till He know it. He, he got to see it, and you got to detain it to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And as Abraham did that, God said, "Listen, in blessings I'm gonna bless you, and multiply I'm gonna multiply you." He said, He said, He said, "Listen," He said, "This thing, He said, my son coming in this earth now. I found a man that that wife was gonna do something. Watch it now. If he was gonna do something, oh, this good right here. I'm gonna, I wait to hear." He was going to do something, watch it now, that means I got to do it too. Good. Amen. So watch this now. So therefore, whatever God is going to do or has done, watch this now, you have a right to experience what God did.
1: Good.
0: You have a right to experience that Good. through Jesus Christ. And watch this now, I don't know about you, but when I got saved, watch this now, I was not prepared like everybody else said. You're supposed to be prepared. You got to get yourself together. I was totally a chaos. But because of that covenant, watch this now, God, watch that, he sanctified me. Yeah. Holy Spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, look, I, all that I had to do was receive him and the covenant began to work. His covenant of love, his covenant of promise that he would heal me, take care of me, bless me, and prosper me, and increase me. All those things came to pass through his covenant, not by my studying. I'm not anointed in grace to teach because I read the Bible. Uh-uh. Now, that has something to, to, to contribute to it, but because I grab a hold of the grace that's in the covenant that gives me disability. No man has disability within himself. No man has. It. This is covenant. This is covenant. Every time I stand up to minister, I'm confident that he's with me. Whether I have a headache, or a backache, or a ache or can't see with all neglect, God going to do something. Why? Because we're in this thing together. <laughs> my, 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 look at this now, look at this, watch this, all right, all right. watch this. Okay, now, so Psalms 89, verse 34, Psalms 89, 34, my, my, my. in Psalms 8 and 9 34, he said, By covenant will I not break. He said, nor, nor will I alter the thing that's gone from my lips. And God is actually saying here that he shows that we must do like he do. And that must, we must entertain. We must, train, we must train ourselves to think covenant. We have to train ourselves to think covenant. Amen. We, ha- we actually have to train ourselves to think covenant and make sure that covenant is our first response. Amen. Make sure that covenant is our first response. Somebody say, I covenant. Always I is our first response. Amen. Let's look at Psalms 34. Psalms 34 and verse 1. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Well, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. He said, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear there and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Now, watch this now. He said, I sought him. What did you do? That, that do not mean that you, you know, you, you was going through, you know, looking around bushes and stuff like that. No, you, you went to his word. You sought for him. I sought the Lord and he heard me. You see that? You sought him according to the word. He heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. You seek him. You speak what you sought. God going to hear you. But you just can't sit there and cry about it. Look at this now. He said, I he said in verse 5, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried. He didn't say, oh, Lord, help me. This word cried means decreed. This poor man decreed, and the Lord heard him. But what was he decreeing? He was decreeing what he sought out. What did he sought out? God's word, which is his covenant that he has to keep. He said, this poor man decreed, and the Lord heard him, and the Lord saved him out of all of his trouble. Physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally. He saved him out of all. Ain't that something out of all of them? It was so many, they just had to put the word all in there. He says that, watch this now. He said, the angel of the Lord encamped around them that was reverence in awe, always entertained. Watch this (laughs) now. The angels of the Lord, the angels. Somebody said, the angel. The angel of the Lord encamp around them who fear God. We say fear, well, you know, I won't do that because, you know, I want no light to hear me. He's talking about those who walk in a daily awe, entertainer. God is so awesome. God, good God, you're so awesome. He said the angels hang around you. And you got to understand this and you got angels with you. They're they sitting all on the altar right now saying, boy, preach that message, boy. And they give me revelation, give me high five and everything. They're all in here. And they moving on behalf of you right there. They're talking and protecting people that you're concerned about right now. That's why you need not to worry. Yeah. You don't need to worry. God will send an angel looking like a person to speak to your, to your children, to speak to your loved one, to speak to your boss, to speak to your coworker. You ain't got to be everywhere all the time. You ain't got to worry about You got a word that God is going to do everything that concerns you. Amen. Look at this now. He says that the angel of the Lord. Now, we said the angel. We said the angel of the Lord. God said, my angel, take care of. He said, this one, you only need mine. (laughs) He didn't say, he said, "What the the angel. God said, my personal angel, he going to take care of you. (laughs) Dr. Dollar got this one um, security guy. His name is Oscar. Boy, Oscar is big, boy. I mean, Oscar is huge. He's humongous. And we don't need the rest of the guys because Oscar make all of you. One time I was, I was in the service and my, you know how your, your sock, you know, get around there and the thing started itching? And when that started itching, then the other stuff started itching. I said, I ain't going in my jacket. I ain't bending over because Oscar to look at you. I said, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was itching so much you could just bite it and itch like a squirrel. <laughs> I, said, I ain't doing that. No, sure. Oscar is humongous. It's a big bird. He and God is anointing him to look out for um, Doctor Creford Dollar. He's faithful to that, yeah. but that's that's his, his that's his his main person. He go with him everywhere, and this main angel, God said, I cause him to camp along. Yeah. Amen. This ain't, I'm going to tell you. Watch it now. One time we was in, I think we was in Pennsylvania, went to a conference that Doctor Dollar was preaching, and this man was out there protesting, and then he had audacity to come in to protest. And right in the message, he's gonna he gonna decree the you know heresies and everything. Oscar scooped him up like a chocolate chip ice cream, right. and, and we like we saw him, but where he went to? Come when Oscar, grab you! All you gonna see is Oscar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he was, you know, I said, wait, where, where he went to? And Doctor Donald was standing free. I said, no, we saw the guy coming in the aisle, saw Oscar move, but what a good. What, I see Oscar, but what a guy. <laughs> That's how it is with us. People see the enemy coming after you. Next thing you know, hey, he gone already. Why? Because God already camp, God his angel camp all around. Yeah. Yeah. This is a covenant. God said, I love you so much. i give you my angel. Yeah. Yeah. And watch this. And he a camp run. He insulates you. He guards you. He protects you. Yeah. Yeah. He makes sure no hurt, harm, or danger comes what nigh you. It may come somewhere around, but it, ain't gonna come, it can't get but so close. Amen. Yeah. 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 Ah boy, I tell you, let's let's look at this now. He says here. He says, and O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's good. Blessing powers a man that trusted in him. Oh fear, this, oh, O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no lack to them that fear him. Ain't that song? He said, but those who reverence him, the word fear there actually means to, to entertain how awesome he is. Because see, it's just like this. You know, if, if you if you're afraid of the dog down the street gonna bite you, time you hear him bark, you're gonna run, because in your mind you see him biting you. Yeah. So that's the opposite side of fear. You follow me? Because you're running from something that you see in your mind. But here he's saying, but those who fear reverence and entertain how awesome God is, he said, they ain't going to lack nothing. So every time opposition come up against you, think on that covenant. And as you're thinking on that covenant, you can't think about running out because the only thing you can think about is running over. But look at this next verse here. He says that the young lions, they do lack and suffer hunger. But they that, watch this, that seek the Lord, that search out his covenant." That inquire and require to to find out what to ask and then ask for it. You follow me? He said, they should not lack anything that is good. And God is saying, seek me, find out what is. He said, stop guessing and throwing anything. He said, this ain't the lotto. He said, you got to know what's rightfully yours. He said, I'm going to ask you to hunger and to thirst after so there'll be no lack in your life. But now, nah, but I want me a man. You, but that man got problems. Time you get him. Know why he got problems? Cause he got you too. That's why he got problems. Amen. You going out that woman? That woman got problems. Why? Because you got problems when you get there. You both got problems. See, you going after stuff that have problems. You need to go after that was perfect that can perfect the problems that come. I want a house. Go to God first, because He got a house for you. Anything that you so desire in life. Go to God first. It's already in your covenant, Amen. It's already in your covenant, Amen. I mean, you ain't gonna find a lot of good looking guys like me out there. Ain't that man Who you talking about? No, talking. <laughs> I ain't calling myself ugly. You can do that yourself. I ain't calling myself ugly. My Bible says I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and that my soul know right well. I look in the mirror. I wicked at myself. I say, "You such a." Fine-looking somebody. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. is. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> I walk away from there. I walk back. Into, I said, God, God you so good to me. God, I look good. <laughs> you look good, too. You got to stop calling yourself ugly and beater. That's why nobody want me because I'm ugly. No, you got to say, you know what? I am boy, I am so beautiful. Women, you got to say yourself beautiful. Yeah. If you don't have no leave-in conditioner, take some valve out and wet your hair. Go Stick on. it on down. Tie a sock or a rag around it. Come on. Put a little wave in it. Do something. Put a bow rat on. Do something. Amen. Just don't sit there and wait for a hairdresser to show up. Do something. Amen. You ain't got no gel. Take some toothpaste and slide it on the side and crank it. Crank it. Crank it. In. <laughs> we start get those crinkles. What do you call it? What do you, uh, you call it? Edges. Fix your edges up. Y'all messing up with my time right now. You're messing up my time. But those that seek, inquire, require God's covenant to ask and what to ask for based on authority's word, they ain't going to lack nothing that's good or beneficial. I have this on the side of my refrigerator. that I say, by the knowledge of the Lord, my house shall be filled with pleasant things and great riches. I already know that's supposed to belong in my house. I speak about my body. I speak about this ministry. When we come here on on, on Tuesday for Prayer, I bring the the prophecy, you according to the word of God, I speak that word of God. And and here it is in the scripture. There it is there. God, you say it here. God, I thank you. And all this is mine. Amen. And when I acknowledge God, I respect him according to that, that causes me, watch now, to change how I act and align myself up. Because, see, if you go after something the wrong way, you change your character to get it. If you go after God's way, he's modifying your character to receive it. That you just hear what I say. If you go after the wrong way, it's going to change your character to receive it. You go after God's way, he's going to modify your character to receive it. Good. Do I need to say that again? We got that? Okay, good. Now, to the scripture that the bootleg preacher talked about, uh, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. <laughs> I'm out to have the lights. So I got to start how these bootlegs come up here with candy in the mouth. And then the bootleg preacher, I just don't <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just love loving all, people. I just love loving on you know. I go you know I gonna mess with you. I go look. I am Pastor Harvey, Irvin Lewis Harvey Senior. I'm gonna mess with you. Amen. he says. Well, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To what? To give you and expect that they take the call upon him. We said, those is his law. He said, call upon me according to covenant. Tell me your rights. He said, plead with me. He said, because anything else you say outside of that, you're just wasting your mouth. Amen. He said, plead with me. Tell, tell me what, what, what healing belongs. It's, it's, it's not to the point that God is making it hard for you. It's the only way he can operate according to law on the earth. It's all through covenant. If you do this part right there, he's out, he to, that's his legal right to do it this way. He, he's not going to do it. You say, God, I need a financial blessing. He said, okay, take, take the tithe. And, and do this and do that, but God, I need somebody. He said, "Well, just look. Take, you know what he'll do? He'll call somebody to give you ten dollars." He said, "Take a dollar, so I can do the part that I, that you requested me." I right. oh, thank you for the ten. You run down the Wawa, get a, a sub and a chips, and then there. and he said, "God is good." God said, "You got to understand, God, said, I just gave you seed for me to operate in your life. You know, you don't understand it? You follow me?" And then you're going to waste the rest of the money. Now the enemy has access to the, your, your bank account. He'll have access to your, your, your uh, what you call it, your, your possessions. he have access to it. Because this is why I protect it. It's so based on covenant. I don't know why all this happened to you, but check if you walk in agreement. Now, I'm not bashing nobody because we like 99.9999% titles in this ministry. Now, bless God, I know some church, they just don't tithe at all. They're like, they never heard the word tithe. Like, that don't even matter. But titles was before the law. Amen. It proves the sincerity of our heart. Matter of fact, know what tied to me? also means that you have washed down a savior, that you have a high priest. Oh, man, look at, look at this now. Now, so God said, you "No, know, the good thoughts, you no, know, the thoughts I think towards you, they all the cover result thoughts." And in Colossians chapter three, verse one and three, He talked about every good and perfect gift; it comes down. Somebody says, "Come down." It comes down from the Father of life in, in whom there's no change attorney. It's no verb. It's like he doesn't do an eclipse on you. Okay? And then the Bible is talking about set your affection on things above. Amen. Set your affections on things above. Notice how he said, look, get off the limit lane. Get off the limit rim. And get on the next rim. Take your name and get on the next rim. Colossians 115. Let's look at that for a second. I'm going to show you something. Colossians 1.15. Yeah, Colossians 1.15. He says, who is the image of the what? Jesus the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Go to the next verse. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and what? Invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers or all things were created by him and for him. Next verse. And he is what? Before all all things, all things that are visible and invisible. He is before all things, visible and invisible. And by him, all of those things in both realms consist. By him, all, both realms consist by him. All things that are tangible, intangible, spiritual, invisible, they exist, consist by him. Watch this now. God was telling me this, I think it was this morning last night, he said, he said, you know why I remain invisible? I said, why? He said, because you can't put no limits on what you don't see. I said, why? Oh, he said, he said, that's why when they saw my son, they said, but isn't this not, you know, the carpenter? The? They put a trial limits on it because they can judge it with their eyes. You know, just like if Isaiah looked at me and said, oh, Pastor, you can't play no basketball, man. <laughs> Look at you, you, about, you, about just, you know, your stature here and, and this and that. And I know when your birthday, I know you was born and all that stuff. I'm watching your moves, your hips and how you move and your reflexes. But when I get up on that court, he could be surprised But <laughs> I step in my spiritual zone. And he'll be dribbling and the ball will be in my hand. I'm just telling you, don't tell him what I said. Don't, 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 I don't know if he's here or not, but watch it now. Because see, he's going to look at me and judge me. Because you always judge what you see. God said, that's why you can't see me, because I ain't going to allow you to put me in a box. He said, that's why I remain invisible. So you know I can do anything, anytime. you said, you, you don't know which way I'm coming. You don't know how I'm coming, but I can come. I can do it because you can't put, a, you can't put limits on me. Amen. And you watch that. You have right to invisible things. Watch that. And no man can put limits on it. Once you do the natural part, amen. You watch what God do on the, on the spiritual part. So no man can say you can't have that house even though you make it $30,000 a year. Who can say that? Because that house I have is also a spiritual thing. Amen. It just showed up as a natural thing. Because God already promised in his word that I have houses that I didn't build. Yeah. Amen. So it's important for us to always reflect back to the spiritual so we don't put no limits. Watch it now. Because when you look at your check, you say, this is all I can do. I got to wait till next time I get paid. You put a limit on your life. Yeah. But when you're tired, you take the limits off your check. Okay, watch it now. He says that, uh, he said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. First of all, God said, return unto me. He said, how shall we return? He said, and ties off. He said, because I'm tired of you being broke, and I only put this on pump fire. You struggle from paycheck to paycheck, and then you are on this and that, and then you're trying to, you know, take your money and put it in the can and sit on the can and hold on to the can and all that stuff. He said, I'm tired of seeing that. He said, that's not the way you're supposed to be living. All right. All right. So he says that I return back to you if you return. He said, because this is a covenant. Right. Yeah, yeah. You follow I me? Mean? And he says, in tithes and offers, he said, "Well, man rob God? He said, how will we rob him? He said, in tithes and he said, because you robbed me of the privilege of showing and demonstrating how good I can be to you according to covenant. Yeah. 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 He said, when you do it, he said, I will open to you, wash down, another position on your job. Ain't it right? No, it ain't right. Y'all say yes to anything. It ain't right. That ain't what he said. He said, "Nothing about nothing you can see." He said, "I will open you the windows of heaven." He said, "I want you to get your mind on the spiritual right that you have, where there's no limits." See, when they give you that check, it already have a limit on it. It can't you can't. They give you a check for thousand dollars, you can't say I want two, three thousand dollars. It's already got a limit on it. You follow what I'm saying? But God said, "You take." Tiff out of that, he said, I take the limits out of it by what you're going to receive from heaven. He said, I open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. There's not room enough to receive. And watch it. And it had nothing to do with how great your check is. Because God will always honor the penny. He will always honor the dime. The dime is 10%. And God said, I'll take a dime and turn your whole life around. Ain't that something? He said, I'll bring you out of financial bondage on a dime. Yeah, I'll heal your body. I'll make your dreams a reality on a dime. <clears throat> Come on, talk to me, somebody. Watch this now. First thing he talked about is the spiritual realm. He said, you go to the bank, anything natural will be there. He said, no, no, no. He said, I'll open the windows of heaven because there's no limits in heaven. Pull you out of blessings that room enough for you to receive and expand your borders. Watch this now. If you don't trust God in that area, your mind is too short for Him to deliver what He wants to give to you. Because that's why we ask God for things that's too big for our heads to conceive. But once you tired, according to scientific study, they said that the human mind only uses 10 percent of the capacity of his mind. But when you tired, God will blow your mind, give you visions and dreams and understanding, and enlarge your capacity to receive. He will cause you to believe him for greater things that the human mind cannot believe without God breathing on that mind. You follow me? He calls you to understand things and see things. We're not getting revelation based on the human mind. We're getting revelation based on divine comprehension. It's spiritual first. Are you understand what I'm saying? So it's spiritual first. And it's according to covenant. And God's covenant, watch now, through the Holy Spirit is his power and his ability and God's covenant to make sure you understand what Jesus did for you. Make sure you understand what is written in this Bible. Yeah. Amen. That's, that's, that's so powerful because we look at, we look without the Holy Spirit. You walk in limits. And God gave us his spirit to take the limits off. Yeah. To give you, because you can't get revelation just by studying. He got to breathe on you, man. He got the whisper in your ear, and he whisper in your ear through fellowship and relationship. I see many places I don't go and talk, and the Holy Spirit get revelation. They just look in there like they saw a flower, so they don't even know what's going on. I say, you can't be doing that. That was just powerful, man. What You, you didn't get that? Because mm, they ain't got no fellowship with, with the revealer, right. with the covenant keeper. He's the one who knows that you are heir of God, and why he bears witness that you are in covenants. Yeah. He the one who mess with you when you don't tie, and you know you're supposed to do it. He said, listen, you, you're supposed to be tithing so God can do the other part. You're supposed to be forgiving. You're supposed to be loving. He said, well, who bear witness with you, said, this is what covenant people do. He said, I, I was there the day you got born. Again, I'm here to help you with your covenant rights. Now, why any time you get in something, you get out of it. Why? Because you're in covenant with God. But notice that we can take the limits off our life and we just do all of it. Amen. Do all of it. It was sowing so much money I look at my wallet my wallet was I said what happened <laughs> look like everything was go I said I had a little something this or something that but know what my mind didn't change I said God in my mind I was so rich in my wallet it was so empty yeah. right. amen but then I started getting text messages yeah, yeah. Right, I said my wallet was empty yeah. But my mind, in other words, that's what's in your wallet, what's in your mind, because now my mind is my wallet. All right, yeah. Amen. I didn't get upset when I looked at my wallet. Because right. right. I did everything in my wallet according to covenant. And I kept on entertaining. Are y'all with me? I kept entertaining it, entertaining that what I saw, watching that is subject to change. But what I see according to his word is eternal. I will always be financially blessed. I will always be financially yeah. fit. I will always be financially taken care of. Why? Because I had a covenant with God. Yeah. It's all right. I appreciate it. I know it's five out of yeah. one. It could be ten out to one in a minute. But watch this now. Look at this now. This <laughs> we 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 got, Look, we can't even let the clock stop. You got to get this, man. You got to get this. This is so awesome. And once you understand this, you will have no more burdens. Washington, no more limits on your life. No more limits. I applied for the visa for India. And when I looked at it, I had to take a, a written vow that I cannot preach when I go over there. While well, i be subject to be arrested, <laughs> have my visa revoked and sent back or whatever, might get beat by some whatever. I looked at it, that's oh, okay. I didn't know that was gonna be in there. I said, okay. <laughs> you send me that, right? Okay, but they're saying this on this piece of paper. You send me, he said, I said, okay. I said, but God, I won't be lying. He said, you're not gonna be preaching. He said, you're gonna be teaching, training, and demonstration. That's what you're gonna be doing. You're gonna be preaching. <laughs> I <ain't> gonna be, <laughs> he said, you're going be teaching, training, and demonstration. That's what we are gonna be doing. you be training them, teaching, training, and demonstration, not preaching. Like they say on this people paper preacher. And you know what? They gave me a four-year visa. A, four, a, a visa for four years. They gave me a visa for four years. So I've been going to India for four years. And when and the pastor didn't believe it. And I had to show him a picture of it. He said, this is nothing but a miracle. Amen. So, boy, I'm so excited. I am so excited. I'm, ex- I'm so excited! I Ain't no telling what's gonna happen when we go, boy, boy. I'm feeling this. Thing. I ain't no telling what's gonna happen when we get over there, man. Right, to see this, yeah. see? Uh, it's just man. You just, I'm excited. These lives gonna be changed, and guess what? And we all gonna get credit for it because we are increased that. I'm not increased that. We are increased. Every time you come to pray, you're tired, you're sore, and you believe, you're in agreement. You're a part of whatever, whatever's going on. Here. Amen. I'm thankful for you. I'm very thankful. Amen. I'm, I'm thankful.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Increase International Ministries broadcast today. We pray that the Word of God has richly blessed and transformed your life. To know more about us, you may visit our website at Ministries.com. or connect with us on Facebook at Increase, capital I-N-T, apostrophe L, Ministries or contact us by phone at 804-658-4896. Remember, wherever you go, may increase and favor flow.